This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season, we dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all. Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties podcast. On season four, we're teaming up with Nichelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen, to uncover a mindset mastery challenge, where we'll be discussing inclusivity with industry experts on how to gain confidence, foster personal growth, and shift your mindset. I am your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, On today's episode, we are going to be talking about building confidence through inclusivity and really how developing an inclusive mindset can boost individual self-confidence and self-worth. Because let's be real, when people feel valued and accepted for who they are, they're more likely to believe in themselves and their abilities. And we have a special guest with us today, Giselle De Rosario. So tell us about yourself, you know, give us a little bit of background about, you know, your, your journey. I'm super excited to have you on the show today. I just, I feel like you're someone who I've been watching over the course of, you know, several months. And I just, I admire the journey that you've been on. Thank you. You're welcome. No, honestly, like you're someone who I feel like is making a difference in our industry. That really means a lot to me. Oh, well, I got my license back in 2009. I am the type that I love to master anything that I get into. So not only did I do the 600 hours of regular schooling to get my aesthetics license, I also went above and beyond and I did my iTech, which was another 600 hours doing case studies and getting my international license as well. Since I graduated from then, I've been in and out of the aesthetics industry over the last, you know, uh, 13 years or so. But I decided back in 2014, I worked for this spa. Um, I won't mention the name because it's a celebrity type thing. Um, They're very, very private. And I just felt that with working with them, the experience that I got from there, I felt that I could do something on my own, that I was helping this business, but I wasn't getting the recognition that I thought I should have been getting. So I just felt like, why can I not do this for myself? What is it that is stopping me? Um, and it was just really fear. I feel like, you know, we all have this fear of, of am I good enough? Am I ready? Do I have what I need? So in 2016, I decided to take the jump and just, you know, start my own business. I was lucky enough to have a space in my mother's condo, which was my old bedroom. And they just, she was just using it as storage, really. So I I told her the idea and my mom is always so supportive of everything that I do and that I want to do. So she said, yes, you could absolutely take the room, transform it, do what you want to do. And, you know, that's where really my true journey as an esthetician, as a professional 
began when I started my own business. I feel prior to that, I was just kind of shadowing other people and trying to mm. be like them and work like them. But that's why I was never happy. That's why I was always in and out of the industry until I finally kind of just had it and said, I need to do this for myself. That's incredible. I feel like our stories are very similar in what eventually pushed us into going solo for right. you know, like, you know, like what ultimately gave us that. I don't know if it's, you know, just willpower or <laughs> right. Yeah. Of, like out of just, you know, self preservation, right? Like uh right. like when you're trying to establish what you want to bring to the table for your clients, it's it's something that you're, you know, you're navigating and, you know, when you start to learn those things about what your, you know, your dues are and your, mm. your must haves or your just specific things that you will never do. Um, right. Right. Exactly. So things that you, you learn, you know, from the beginning and, and, and you learn from other, other locations. So yeah. Like, right. I, exactly. Yeah. So like, and, and that's how you're able to then develop your own process, your own, um, you know, just. Blueprint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's actually yeah. a perfect word. Yeah, because when you're working for other people, you're just following, you know, their protocols and their systems and what, how they want to, you know, how they want you to work with the clients. But I was always very uncomfortable. I don't know. I couldn't work the way I wanted to, I couldn't do my consultations though as thorough as I wanted it to be and as detailed. I think that was the biggest thing for me. It always felt very rushed and everything was so specifically, you know, timed as yes, it should be. There should always be a general timeline and guide for treatments, but I felt that it was always so rushed. I wasn't giving the clients, you know, everything that I felt that they should have gotten. Because for mm. me, aesthetics is more than just slapping some topical stuff on their skin and sending them on their way. It's more of also inner healing and really, you know, taking on that holistic approach of it's it's everything. It's lifestyle, it's habit, it's diet, it's mindset. And then at the end, it's also what you put on your skin. Big time, big time. Just to kind of go back to... Um, taking that big leap and 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 feeling the fear and, and doing it anyway. What were some things that that kept you going, especially in the beginning? Like, did you read? Where are you a reader? Do you have a mentor? Um, what were some kind of like supportive things that that, um, that yeah. helped you on that journey? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think it was again just me having 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 this thing that I always have to master what I do so I I what I, I think it really started I started it was more self-motivated I was just so eager to finally do what I've been wanting to do for all those years that you know I went head on and I was like it doesn't matter if I fail it doesn't matter what happens I have to do this somehow and I didn't start off on the best foot because I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone, you know, that to guide me. I didn't do anything right at the very beginning. I didn't do anything right. I, I do any of us though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't create my business. You know, I didn't have a legal entity at first. 
I didn't really set up my taxes. It was just like, I'm just going to buy some devices and products and start bringing clients in. I did have my um, license, of course. I did have my insurance. Mm -hmm. I did have those really, really basic things that I had from when I worked at other spas. But everything else, it was literally like, okay, we're just going to take it a day at a time and see what happens. So over the years, you know, making all of those mistakes, not having, you know, the, the right, the quote unquote right blueprint. Because I also think that we all have our own journey to learn in our own ways for a reason. And I think that for me, I had to learn that way. I'm kind of stubborn and I'm hardheaded. So if I don't go through things and if things don't hurt, I don't learn. Mm. So I think that was the best way for me to start as opposed to starting with a mentor. I feel like even if I knew that mentor had a lot of experience and I knew that what they were doing, I was going to do what I was going to do anyway. That's you know, real. First, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, I've, I've learned again, over the years, I've learned who I am and how I function and how I function best. And I really do function best through failure because I don't mm. see it as failure. I see it as growth. Yeah. Um, and, and a way of maturing and really learning and those lessons really sticking so that I don't do it again. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's how, you know, that's what got me through. And then of course, having my mom's support is everything. She's always been my number one fan, my biggest cheerleader. I'm going to cry. Sorry. Oh, shout out mom. Yes. She's a bomb. So yeah. she has been my biggest supporter my whole life. She was really the one that I looked to in getting through those rough times of mm. not doing things right, you know, not, you know, allowing clients to walk all over me when something didn't go their way. You know, my mom was always in the background, like cheering me on, like, you got this, you're amazing. You got this. So mm -hmm. she was the one that really got me through those first like two, three years. Then I did eventually find a mentor um, to help me through the business side of things. And that was huge for me because that really, it was just such a huge mindset shift. It went from more of like this hobby thing that I really love into an actual business that I took serious. So yeah, once I got that mentor, a lot of things changed for me. Is there anything that you wish that you had kind of learned earlier? Or do you feel like what, you know, how it went was what was meant to be? Um, Honestly, I feel that how it went, what was meant to be. It mm -hmm. definitely was. I the One area, though, I will say I wish I would have kind of paused on <laughs> was buying devices so soon. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't really know at the beginning what my niche was going to be. I was just doing everyone at the same time trying to find myself. So I ended up buying one too many things that I didn't need and I didn't always use. So I think that is one of the things that I wish I could have just waited on as opposed to, you know, buying all this stuff and then it just sitting there collecting dust. But otherwise, everything else, it definitely you know, shaped my journey and who I am and how much I've grown and knowing what I want to do and who my niche is and how I do my consultations and how I treat my clients and just everything. I feel like it was all meant to be. I, I, That's I, awesome. 
that, yeah, that, you know, when you're able to incorporate things and kind of connect the dots for your clients, then you can build, even if, even when you do go through making mistakes, you know, because that's, that's the journey, right? When you're able to fail forward and not just remain stagnant, um, it's, it's part of everyone's entrepreneurial journey. And if you're so brave enough to become a solopreneur, then, you know, you have to put in systems and strategies that help you to get to the next level. Otherwise, it's just, you know, it's a very novice, novice type of kind of situation, right? Where we're learning, Absolutely. having so much trial and error. And sometimes your clients will stick around for that, but sometimes they they won't. Um, mm -hmm. So you have to really figure that those that information out, you know, pretty quickly. So it sounds like you were able to, you know, utilize some things from not only your family, but, you know, a great mentor that helped to, you know, like shorten the trajectory of things and, you know, keep you on a path when it comes to business, because that's one thing that we're all starting to really figure out as estheticians is that that's, that's a lot of what we don't really learn. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when we're in aesthetic school, when we're trying to be a technician, learn the things that we need to do in order to help a client in their condition, it doesn't really involve a lot of business acumen or understanding right. that stuff. And also the inner work, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I feel like, yes, Nichelle, you made a really awesome post on Instagram the other day that I really loved the ROI of kindness in business. Oh, my and God. I just yeah. Feel like this is such an underrated topic um, because so much of what we do is that connection. And so you can be, you know, an award-winning esthetician or, you know, really know your stuff, but if you're not kind to people and to yourself, like. And, and so like what that, I think what it boils down to though, like why people can be kind is because you've done the inner work. You've been someone mm -hmm. Been capable of the self self acceptance, um, the mind shifts shifts that you need to to do in order to you know realize that some of this can you know overlap with your upbringing, your childhood, your traumas. Absolutely. And if you're not willing to address it, you know it can spill out, and you can be someone who is very unkind. One hundred percent doesn't have the ability to retain clients. You know who. Mm -hmm or is perpetuating unrealistic beauty standards, you know, all those yes. things that we don't need in this industry, or they don't really perpetuate, you know, what, what we are trying to, you know, help exist um, in the world. Right. So I had heard somebody, I forget where I heard this, but we've all kind of heard that saying, it's lonely at the top. And, <laughs> yeah. right. And I just feel like it, that is so untrue because, when you're being a leader and you're leading with kindness, it shouldn't be lonely at the top. Like keep your circle small, right? And and, right. and quality quality over quantity. But I, I do think that um, it's just it's just not true because, like I said, leading with kindness, you're gonna attract the right people, the the right clientele. That is success in my eyes and happiness. Absolutely, right? I 100% agree. It's interesting that you know when you do like how Nichelle said. Um, 
when you do find yourself and do that inner healing and, you know, you're able to project that you definitely do attract who your clientele is going to be, you know, yeah, there were a few clients that did not stick around with me when I finally, you know, realized a lot of things and put systems and things into place. And I was still very kind. I have also, I've always been, you know, compassionate and, you know, I have a lot of empathy and I can feel other people's feelings and almost kind of know what they're thinking and feeling at the moment. But you will always have those people that you connect with in a way that they're like, I get you. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, I get you too. And so, you know, even, even through price increases, like over the years, you know, I've increased my prices significantly as I've learned more, as I've brought more systems into place, as I've taken on more education, more mentoring and things of that nature, you know, I've increased my prices and you'll get those clients that kind of dwindle off and just leave. But then you, you will keep those clients that believe in you and that, and that start to believe in themselves because they see how much you've grown. And it's like, wow. So, you know, like what you were saying, Alina, you know, being a leader and being at the top should not be lonely. You, you definitely mm-hmm. do, you know, bring people along with you that are meant to be with you and, and kind of grow with you. Yeah. Big time. I know that this is something that you really are, uh, you know, you possess in, it's something that I've personally witnessed is that you are someone who reaches back to help the person that's next to you, you know, that helps the person that is, you know, coming alongside you. And like you mentioned, Giselle, I think that, you know, attrition is something that's a normal part of what, you know, happens in business. And, and it, you, you, it shouldn't be something that rattles you. It's something that's normal. Mm-hmm. And when you see it as something that's normal and something that's making room for the people who are able to take you to the next level, then it isn't something that you have to be afraid of or ashamed of. Right. You know, just think about it in that way. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And I just kindness, 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 man. Absolutely. It just goes such a long way. And I feel like we are so blessed on this podcast because I can sense everybody's kind. I've never met any of these people, right, in person Aww. except Michelle. But the the common denominator is obviously being an institution, but but kindness and and what you've we've all been through trauma, tribulations, right? And we still find it in our heart to be kind and to reach back. You know, my favorite podcasts were one of them, um, the the Maxwell Leadership Podcast. I was listening the other day. He said, a good leader will ask yourself, how are you, how are you meant to serve today? So I'm asking myself, mm-hmm. how am I meant to serve today? And that might be in a really small capacity. That might be, you know, whatever it may look like. It can take on so many different forms, but I just, it, it really stuck with me because every day is going to look a little bit different. And, and it was just such a powerful, that question that just stuck with me. And so. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I share that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. And I feel like I also, you know, with clients, I feel like I prepare myself in that way too. Like, okay, you know, what, what could this person possibly be going through today? Mm-hmm. If it, especially if it's someone that I've been seeing for a while, I already know their story. I know, you know, their personal things and what they're going through. And um, it's, oh, I'm always like, 
how, what can I do? What can I say? What can I not say? How can I touch them? You know, what, what could it be? Maybe some, some sort of massage on the head and the neck, the scalp, whatever, that I can help them get through this moment, even if it's just for these 60 minutes. What can I do to at least enhance their experience so that they can either forget about those problems or they can maybe get a different perspective like, hey, maybe things are not so bad. Maybe it's not as bad as it seems or maybe things can and will get better at some point. So it's 100% I agree that kindness is literally everything. What a part of like your childhood, your family, um, you know, like really helped to shape that empathy? It's a really good question. So I was basically born and raised in church. Um, as long as I can remember, I always went to church and Sunday school. And sometimes I'd be in church, you know, three or four times a week. All you know, there were times of my life, there were seasons where I like lived in church. I was part of the choir. So a lot of it does have to do with, you know, being raised as a Christian and having that background. But I also think we have a long line of empaths. Mm -hmm. So we are, you know, myself, my mom, I know my daughters as well. We are very sensitive to energy and we can sense energy. Even like Alina said, just over, just hearing someone, just talking Mm -hmm. to someone over the phone, you know, with Nichelle, I, I just so happy to meet Nichelle um, in person at a trade show. But prior to that, it was literally social media. She popped up on my For You page and there was something about her and seeing her and hearing her voice that struck me. I'm like, wow, she seems amazing. I have to connect with her somehow. I have to get to know her. I just feel that I'm just very sensitive to energy, whether it's in person or not. Um, and I think that that's why I, I I am this way. It just comes natural. You operate through that. I think that's a that's a um just a huge not talent, but just a huge plus that um to to be able to navigate through that and and use it in your business and as a strength. Strength was right. the word I was looking for. That's a huge strength. Where some people might say, Oh, you're sensitive. It's like Yes, nah. I get that too. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a strength. It's a strength for sure. Thank you. I mean, it's taken, it's taken literally my life I feel now that, you know, I, I am, you know, 40, I have an adult child, another child that's about to be an adult. It's taking me all this time to kind of harness it and embrace it and take it for what it is. As you said, it's a strength. It's a blessing. It's beautiful when I'm able to understand it and you know control it as much as possible because I all my life people have also walked all over me taken Mm. advantage of me but even through those situations I I see the blessing on the other side that I'm always at peace no matter what and that's really how I've been raised and what I've been taught is as as long as you are in our feel peace then you know you did the right thing yes yeah I try to pass that on to you know, my clients, and even other estheticians that, you know, reach out to me and and, um, that I come in contact with, I try to also do the same. I feel like lead by example, if they see that Mm -hmm. you're that type of person, then it's like, oh, wow, you know, people start looking at themselves, they start like, am I, can I be that way? You know, so 
I think that's important just all around in general, not just in the treatment room, but also with other professionals that you come in contact with and you network with just all around. Again, kindness. And I think something so simple, Giselle, um, I love to see just people commenting on each other's posts. And I yes. see your name. I see your name in the comment section on a lot of people that I follow. And same with you, Nichelle. And I just I love that 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 little bit of encouragement that you put out there. It, it really goes a long ways. And it shows people that you you not only talk the talk, but you walk the walk, too. And like, I'm really about this community, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's also how I met a show online. I was just always like, yeah, I feel I feel that, you know, I it makes me feel blessed to be able to help other people feel seen, validated and heard because I felt Mm -hmm. that I wasn't always seen and validated and heard. So Mm -hmm. if I can make someone feel that way, then that is like everything to me. Mm -hmm. Well, something that like when you mentioned that, that reminds me of you know, genuinely my, my story, like, uh, just not having a silver spoon, like the fairy tale kind of, Mm -hmm. when it, when it comes to like, you know, just rough childhood moments and things of that nature, bullying and stuff go through. Um, I unfortunately experienced one time, um, you know, being bullied and having um, the misfortune of being uh, pushed down a flight of stairs. Um, so mm. that we're able to facilitate this community and we have, you know, so much that I feel like that's in common, but like, you know, so different, still all have so much empathy and so much love and genuine, you know, understanding for each other is, is just, it's, it's really it's really so, I think, important. But anyways, that, you know, that really impacted me in such a way where, you know, like that, I, from, from that experience, I, 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 you know, had a brain injury. Um, Oh my God. I, there was, I had to go through like concussion protocol. It was something that was really Mm. a very pivotal moment in my life. I think that that's, that's why I try so hard to, you know, try to be the example of self-love, be someone positive and uplifting you know, create like this sort of like ecosystem, this uh, ecosystem of goodness around me is because yes. it's really out of just like survival of, the, of some of the stuff that you can sometimes go through at, at you know, other people's expense. But mm-hmm. being someone who's um, the youngest of 10 and, you know, relating to feeling like, you know, undervalued or underestimated sometimes and having to overcome that and still have a lot of self-acceptance and mm-hmm. self-worth in in the journey that you go through I, I think is that's how you get that inner resilience you know yeah. what I mean? that's how you develop that inner grit you know that's how you're able to um you know give other people grace is because right. you don't you don't try to project that that hurt that other people put on you one thing that I really genuinely admire is, you know, someone who, although you have been hurt, you know, sometimes um, in the past or, you know, it's it's something that you've experienced, you're not someone who can, um, you know, project or, you know, kind of spill out that hate on other people because right. 
that tends to be a lot of what people do, you know, like that's their trigger and their, you know, their response. Um, I was reading this book the other day. Um, it's, you know, The Urgent Life by Bozma. She is uh, one of the ladies who um, is the founder of, I think, Uber. She's has like all these best-selling and she has so much inspiration, but she's someone who had to, you know, like develop it because of a lot of adversity. It wasn't mm. that she, you know, she had, um, you know, things that were handed to her or they were easy for her. It was, it was because she went through so much and she still had to hold on to that humanity that, you know, she, she really was like someone who could come out on the outside of it of all the things that she experienced really resonated with, you know, we only have so much time and what you do with your time is important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really grateful. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. 100%. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, I think this is a good place to kind of wrap up this episode. Giselle, can you tell our listeners um, where they can connect with you um, and find you? Oh, yes, absolutely. So I am on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Giselle Del Rosario, which is more of my SD connection page. I'm also on Facebook as Giselle Del Rosario as well. And those are the two main ways that you can connect with me. Great. Thank you. Nichelle, you want to share yours? Absolutely. So please connect with us. You know, if you enjoy this podcast, I want you guys to share it, subscribe. We love doing this. We love being able to impact you. You can stay connected with us. Um, I'm on Instagram, Nichelle Mosley underscore the barrier queen. And the Fearless Beauties um, on Instagram at Fearless Beauties. And then my personal page, Alina at True Skin Lab. So thank you guys so much for listening. Giselle, thanks for being here with us. Thank you um, so much for having me. Yeah, until next time.